to my favourite monster. My name's George Penny. And I'm Tony Johnson. And this is a podcast where two professional house sitters and comedy fiction authors are in an endless quest to find the perfect pet. My favourite monster is a monster-friendly zone. This is a safe space no matter how heinous, hirsute or humongous the monster, we are willing to consider them all. Well, we can consider them, but... Ah! Well, mind you, if they're cute enough, then we'll keep it, and if they're slimy enough, then we'll probably keep it as well. What happens if they're scaly, or fangy, or spiny? Um, <laughs> if it is that in an acceptable, company-authorised <laughs> form, yeah. then, uh, yeah, no, fine. Fine, as long as we have... Containment protocols. Containment protocols. Yes. Oh, we're getting into SCP here. Yes, we're getting into SCPs, but we're not today. Indeed. Oh, and by the way, you can find our social media and show notes at myfavoritemonster.com. That's favourite spelt with a U, because you matter. And you can also find us at overlondon.net, where you can find all that and all the other things we do, including webcomics and everything relating to the Overlondon project. And now, on with the show. So, what is our monster for today? Ah, I'm so glad you asked. It's Totoro, Totoro. Is Totoro even a monster? Oh, Totoro, yes. Yes, Totoro is a monster. Or he's, well, he's, he's kind of a monster. Under our parameters of what a monster is. That is true. And he's probably the most acceptable one we've had so far. Oh, he's fabulous. I can't, I can't wait to get into this. Um, where do you want me to start? I can tell you all about him. Okay. No, please do. So um, lay on me the history of what, actually, no, what even is Totoro? Totoro, as stipulated by, um, and I'm going to pronounce his first name wrong because I always only say his last name, Hayao Miyazaki is not a spirit, he's only an animal, and even that's a bit vague. Okay, <laughs> he's not a spirit. No, he, he actually said in an interview that he's not a spirit. So Totoro appeared in the movie My Neighbour Totoro that was done by Studio Ghibli. It was written and directed by Miyazaki, and it features two little girls, Satsuki and Mei, who discover Totoro in a large camphor tree in a Shinto shrine near the town that they've just moved to. And it's fabulous because he's big and he's fat and he's furry and he snores. And I gotta say that if Totoro is an animal, then. No, I think he was smoking some shrooms that day to make that kind of comment. <laughs> well, he is master of the forest, though. So while he says that he's not a spirit, he does say that he's Mori no Nushi, which means master of the forest. I, I think we're dealing with a bit of semiotics here. I think we are. And we have visited the Japanese village in Kyushu that is all things Totoro, if you remember rightly. Yeah, yeah. Well, I remember a Totoro gift shop. Oh, it was a very large Totoro gift shop. And I remember a large <laughs> a large Totoro thing that you could take a photo next to. Yeah, and the whole thing was that he was like a forest spirit. So I think some places in Japan are kind of going for that. I don't think he's convincing anyone with the animal line. I don't I, I'm just, I just don't buy it. I, I mean, animals, know. I mean, you're going to go and list into his various powers, abilities and tricks. Oh, I so am. But, and, and I think none of them 
are what I would associate with animal. Well, let's let's have a think about it. I would argue that Miyazaki probably doesn't want to be screwed down as far as what Totoro is because he likes it open to interpretation. Totoro oh. is potentially even a figment of the children's imagination. You don't know. Ooh. Well, I think the cat bus was important. Oh, the Nekobasu. Nekobasu. Oh, we'll get into that. I think we should probably do a whole different My Favourite Monster on the Nekobasu. I think we could cover him here today. No, I don't think so. I think Cat Boss deserves an entire different show. So most people have seen My Neighbour Totoro, I'd say so. Well, it's one of the more popular Ghibli's. Yeah, it's still grossing at the box office today. In 2018, it got its first official launch in the cinemas in China. In 2018, which is, what, 30, 40 years? No, 30 years hmm. after it first came out in Japan. Okay. And that was just due to politics and all the rest of it. But a lot of Chinese people had already seen it on DVD, you know, um, yeah. pirate DVD or what have you, or streaming or whatever, whatever over the years. Probably even pirate video Yeah. when you think about it coming out in the 80s. But it still grossed our fortune. It was the second highest grossing movie behind Aquaman when it came out. So that gives you an idea of how big it was. I mean, I don't want to, you know, shit on Aquaman, but... Totoro! Yeah, I'm, I'm just... Totoro! I, I don't mean comparing it to Aquaman is the best comparison we well, could possibly Aquaman do. Well, Aquaman probably is going to be on a My Favourite Monster because, come on, he's like Fishman. Well, yeah. he's not. He's not, but it's cool. And I want an excuse to do Aquaman. But anyway, anyway, there are so many reasons we should have Totoro as our pet. Okay. Shall okay, okay, okay. So, but, 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 so, can we describe Totoro? Okay, Totoro looks like a rabbit who ate too many pies. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's a giant rabbit-like creature with tiny little legs, though. Imagine just a rabbit if you had the body and the ears and give that rabbit a ginormous mouth. It's grey with a white tummy. It's got little eyes. It's got a pink nose and it ate... Well, actually, Totoro's diet, which we will get to, is acorns. But I'm going to argue this rabbit does look like it ate all the pies. Right, he does. He does. He is a very, very fluffy boy. He's a he's a wide boy. He's a wide boy. He's a wide boy. He's a wide boy. <laughs> if I was to describe Totoro, yeah, I would describe him as a a bear. No. 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 He's no, no, not no, a no, bear. no. 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 An owl bear with a dental plan. An owl bear. What about the ears, though? An owl bear that's dad was a rabbit. <laughs> Also, okay, this Albert's got some very interesting genetics. Yeah, yeah, he's got some genetics going on. That he's con he's contracted genetics. <laughs> Contra contracted he's genetics. He's contracted genetics. Yeah. <laughs> no, he, he an owl bear, uh, cat bunny. Owl bear cat bunny. Are you sure my rabbit who ate all the pies isn't just as good there? He's just as good, absolutely. I mean, I will say that Totoro does not have bouncy bouncy like a rabbit. Well, I'm thinking of that owl chest and the sort of the chevrons, the consummate Vs. The consummate V. Oh, he has are consummate we going Vs. back to Trump Door? <laughs> Trump he's, he's got the consummate Vs. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's a very inflatable kind of owl breast. He 
does expand his chest a lot to roar, which yeah. we're going to get to. Yeah, but those those great big slab-like teeth that are well, sort of... They are herbivore teeth. Yeah, 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 yeah. He doesn't have incisors. Now, Totoro with incisors would be terrifying. Totoro with incisors would be pretty rad. And I think I have seen a fan art picture of Totoro with, like, spiky, spiny vampire teeth. Well, he's got those huge claws. He's got like those, they're like, you know, anteater kind of claws. Okay, they're kind of like bear claws. No, bear, okay, though. No, bear claws are like big pad-like things. So you're saying he's got anteater arms. Anteater claws. Okay, everyone's seen Totoro. He's a furry fuzzball. He's a furry fuzzball. People have Totoro tattooed on their bottoms. Oh, and everyone's size. Everyone's seen Totoro. Size, he's huge. Well, he's massive. He's about, yes. what, 10 feet tall? It's got to be bigger than that. Okay, let's just say, so May falls on him at one stage at the beginning of the movie. So a little girl that we're assuming is probably about four, I think. I think it's mentioned she's four in the movie. And he's what, like three times her height at least? Much, much bigger. She She's sitting on his lap. I think he's probably, we're probably looking at about 15 foot tall. Yeah. 20 foot tall with the ears. He's huge. 20 might be pushing it. Oh, that's just because you're an engineer and you don't know. 20 like. definitely pushing it. He's not 20. See, this is this is the engineering discussion we have. You're He's a... not taller than the house. Uh, have we ever seen him? Oh, no, we have seen him near the house, but the house is two-story. So the average house roof is 12, ceiling is about 12 feet, right? Yay, okay. He's probably about 12 to 15 feet with the ears. He's pretty big. Yeah, he's a big boy. I, I think that if you put him in a washing machine... He might be a lot smaller. He'd be a lot smaller. It's like that really fluffy cat that yeah, we yeah. once had. <laughs> that everyone's put in the washing machine. <laughs> no, we never put a cat in the washing machine. But we have bathed multiple cats in our house sitting and cat knowing life. <laughs> we have. No, we have. We have. We and have. they tend to be a lot littler. When yes, they, they get are. a bit of water on them. Especially the fluffy ones. Especially the fluffy ones. Yeah, Totoro, I'd say Totoro has had a bit of fabric softener used. He's very foa, foa, poa, poa. Poa, poa, foa, foa. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> What's that from? Uh, uh, Narita, Narita Daikon, Daikon Brothers. Brothers. Which might not be Narita, I can't remember. I don't care if anyone's seen that. Just yeah, go watch that anime go, musical. Go watch that anime musical. Don Perignon, Don Perignon. By the guys who did Excel Saga, which is awesome. If you haven't seen that, go watch that. <laughs> and then as your brain dribbles out of your ear, you will thank me. Yes, or you won't. Possibly. But, <laughs> anyway, back to Totoro. Can I tell you all... The cool things about Totoro. Please do. Okay. He can magically grow trees. True. In your mind or maybe in real life. We're not sure. Well, he might be able to disintegrate them afterwards. Yeah, so there's that scene where he sort of is doing the girls wake up and he's doing like a dance in the garden around seeds that he gave them. Uh-huh. That they've planted. And he's doing this little up and down dance with his little Totoro helpers. He's mm. got his two little friends. He has minions. Yeah, that look just like him, but that are like sort of like the ducks that you get bigger. Well, no, small, medium and big. Yeah, yeah. in this case, it's very small, slightly bigger and gigantic. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he's doing his little dance around the garden and then suddenly these seeds grow into massive trees. And then the next morning, they're just little seedlings. 
So there is possibility that he has the power to disintegrate uh, a house-sized... No, it's like three it's times huge. the size of the house by the time it finishes. It's disintegrate huge. this huge object. So, you know, probably hard to contain. Yeah, he, he, might, he might have the power to disintegrate matter, organic matter. We don't know that. We don't, I don't really want to think about that. That Sorry, gets I'm just very ominous. I'm just throwing that in there because no, no, I just, you know, raising the power levels. Can we just accept that he can grow trees or he can visit you in your dreams? And maybe grow them in your dreams. Yeah. Or make you hallucinate that they're growing. What do you think? It's all the soft fluffiness that adds to hallucinatory So I qualities? reckon they were jumping around that stuff. Yeah. I'm not convinced it was their dreams, but I do think they might have hallucinated the tree. Well, either that or the seeds that he gave them had hallucinatory properties. Oh, we're theory crafting deep right now. <laughs> anyway, anyway, okay. So the tree thing, okay, that's a bit interesting. Daddy, daddy, what's this mushroom in with the acorns? No, we didn't see a mushroom. We didn't see a mushroom. We didn't see a mushroom. We didn't see any mushrooms. Now, on that subject of trees disappearing and reappearing, he does live in a, a giant camphor tree. Mm-hmm which is next to a Shinto shrine, mm -hmm. which May discovers, she discovers him in the tree, mm -hmm. and then when she goes back to show her sister and her father the tree, it's not there. Well, no, the tree's there, but the, the hole that yeah. he was in, like the access point's closed. Which means that he can control matter. Well, he's got a door. Yeah, but you can't see the door. Well, it's a good door. So he can control matter. No, he just closed the door. Okay, the door's invisible. Radio, he can craft invisible doors. He can fly on a magical spinning top, which is a pretty cool thing for a pet to have. Well, he can become the wind. He can become the wind as well. Ah. So when he's on the top, he becomes the wind. And he would... is invisible a lot of the time. Now, this would be amazing if you wanted to like have wind power for your house. You just have a turbine and have your Totoro just flutter around the turbine and suddenly wind. You don't have to worry about nature. You've just got Totoro power. Oh, hang on. I'm trying to work out how one of those great big wind farm turbine things would work. No, you don't need to work out. You'd probably out end it. up with sliced Totoro. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, this is a Totoro-friendly <laughs> turbine. This is a very Totoro-friendly... Okay, we're going to move away from that scenario. Turbines and animals don't mix, kids. <laughs> This one is a friendly turbine. Uh-huh. Okay. He's furry, which is an amazing quality in a pet. <laughs> and you can... It's the last plus six power levels, absolutely. And you can sleep uh, on him. He's that furry, you can fall asleep on him. Ooh. I got the impression that the little girl would fall asleep on practically anything. Okay, but just, just run with me. Yeah, here. no, okay, okay, okay. Everyone yeah. wants to fall asleep on a Totoro. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Okay. He's smiley. In a kind of creepy but really cool way. He does. He has massive mouth expansion. He does. Oh, well, see, that's amazing. Uh. Look at all the tricks he can do. He can smile in a way that could maybe scare off religious door knockers. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So you just literally put him, like, in the doorway, dead knock on the door, and it'd avoid all that thing where you're worried about offending people because they're really nice people. They've just got different views from you. He, he just gives them the smile. He does have an epically Cheshire Cat creepy smile. He does, and no one comments on it. Nobody comments on it. Everyone's totally fine with this incredibly... If you saw that smile... Coming at you? Coming at you, yeah. Okay, now, this scenario, 
you've got your door knockers. They've knocked on the door. They're like, we would like to share the word of Jeebus with you or whatever they're believing in. Uh-huh. Yeah. And you've got your Totoro at the door and he's smiling. And then they're like, oh, we like that smile. Would you like a pamphlet, sir? And then he roars. Totoro would eat the pamphlet. No, he can roar. He only eats acorns. He can roar. He does that giant, epic, I like you roar. Because he would like them. Because they're being really nice to him. I dare say he'd just stare them down. But it'd be like, you know when each eyeball is looking in a completely different direction? Like like a mutant pug. Yeah, kind of like that. So you're saying Totoro is now also part mutant pug. We'll throw pug. some pug in there too. Oh, this is getting wronger. No, because he doesn't he doesn't have a tongue poking out, out the side of his mouth and he doesn't look like he has a sphincter. Pucks fart all the time. Yeah, not convinced Totoro has a sphincter. Totoro does not have a sphincter. He, that's why he he's so big. That's why he creates the wind. <laughs> <laughs> the wind's gotta come out somewhere. I'm not sure that's canon, but let's go with it. Oh, I'm creating it. It's it's now canon. Okay, he can play a musical instrument. Badly, but he can play a musical instrument. Yeah, he can play an instrument so well. That you can't actually tell someone's playing an instrument. Well, there's that scene where him and the girls are like, he's taken them on the spinning top and they're all playing, like blowing a little, what are they called? Like the little homemade flute things? Well, I think it's kind of an ocarina, but with one hole. Okay, so he's got like a one hole ocarina that he's blowing and it's one note and it sounds a bit like the wind. So no one can complain no one that can you're playing complain. a music instrument, but you are, and having the Totoro as your pet, You'd enjoy the music while your neighbours can't be offended because you'd be like, I don't know, that noise, it's the wind. Yeah, the volume, it's the wind. What can I do? And meanwhile, you're having your little wind dance. See? To a dubstep beat. A dub... <laughs> Totoro dubstep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm sure that's been done. Okay, he can call hmm. magical skill. He can call a cat bus at will, a nekubasu. Neku, neku, is it Nekobasu or Nekobasu? Nekobasu? Nekobasu. Nekobasu is like a large catfish. I, if anyone Japanese is listening to this, um, could you please clap at the right <laughs> version? And then once you've done that, tell Tony he's an idiot. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. He can call a cat bus. And cat bus is the coolest mode of transport. Who wouldn't want to travel in a furry cat with an even creepier grin than Totoro? Okay, cat bus, uh, later version, more advanced version of Barbarella's spacecraft. Oh, with the all-fur interior. With the all-Garfield interior, yeah. Ooh. Except not uh, quite as soft would, and squadgy. Would Barbarella's spacecraft, would that qualify as a monster? It is furry. Maybe that's another it's topic. It's been a long time since I've watched that. <laughs> a lot of, lot of skimpy underwear and a yeah. lot of Jane Fonda using her mum voice. I remember a lot of TNA and a furry spaceship and yeah. that was about it. The first time I saw it, I remember Jane Fonda's voice really shocked me because she has that authoritarian sort of school teacher voice with that body, with that outfit. And I was like, whoa, what's going on here? A lot of people pay a lot of money for that. <laughs> Back to Totoro. Back to Totoro. <laughs> this is a... This is G-rated. Totoro is G-rated. Totoro is G-rated yeah. just as well, really. Yes. That an, I'm glad that an invisible 10 to 15 foot tall, furry, creepily smiling thing is G-rated. Friendly, creepily smiling thing. Friendly, but creepy. I, I like the creepiness. 
the mean, kids didn't seem to bat an eyelid. Well, think about it. Life is kind of creepy. If you own a cat, cats are creepy. I love cats. But cats, cats are creepy. Are tremendously creepy. They stare at you while you sleep. They lick their bottoms while you're doing something that should not involve something sitting in the room licking its bottom. That's creepy. That's perverted. That's wrong. But we all accept it and go, oh. They bat things off of bookcases that you love. Are you well, sure this is creepy or antagonistic? <laughs> yeah, okay, they're antagonistic. <laughs> okay, yeah, cats. That's another topic entirely. Mm. Okay, um, Totoro has a really cool theme song. He does have a theme song. I have been singing it ever since we watched it again last night. Totoro, Totoro. And that's Totoro, the only line Totoro. you know. Yeah, but I've got the I've got the gist, and yeah, I yeah. can just sing it over and over <laughs> <What's> again. The gist? <laughs> It's like the vibe, man. It's like the feel. It's the gist. Oh, okay, crikey. so these are the uses and tricks and the wonderment that is Totoro. I feel like we've missed something. Have we? Uh, we got the invisibility, didn't we? Yeah, we've got the invisibility. I think we'll find it as we move on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's look at Kawaii score because that's a huge thing. Oh, my God. 50 out of 10. Yeah, 32,000. Like the cutest creature. Yeah, no, the, well, with the exception of, I'll knock one off for the incredibly creepy smile. Ah, see that even, it's, it's like... So 32,199, no, I don't know. Hear me out. Hot chocolate, right? You add a little bit of salt, makes it taste better. Creepy smile added to a Totoro makes him cuter. You know what makes hot chocolate taste better? Yeah. Chocolate. <laughs> yeah, but Totoro added to Totoro is great. It add a little bit of creepiness, makes him better. Okay, will it attract friends or scare them off? Oh, well, I mean... Well, I just used an example of Totoro scaring off door knockers, but... Yeah, true. They're not friends, though. How would you tell your friend, hey, I've got this maybe invisible spirit? It depends whether or not he likes you. Like, you'd seem insane. It's like, I've got a Totoro in my house. It's awesome. And then they come over and he's like, I don't want to be seen by these people. So you've got this giant fluffy creature taking up your couch snoring on it and you're like yeah don't sit on that couch Totoro's on that could he phase through things i think he can well if he's the wind he that can. was kind of implied wasn't it so does that mean your mates could be sitting in the middle of a sleeping Totoro, looking at you while like you're super weird because as far as you're concerned they are completely enveloped by a Totoro, except for their legs sticking Sorry, out i'm of now it. trying to i'm now trying to think up telefrag scenarios using a Totoro. No, we're not going there. <laughs> you know, he just materialises with you inside him. No, that's just wrong. Let's not do that. Let's not do that. We're off canon. Off canon. Okay. Habitat. We have established he's a countryside creature. He likes living in trees attached to shrines. Cannot see Totoro in a city. <sighs> Maybe in a park. Mm, I think he'd be sad in a park. I've seen a lot of Totoros on tattoos in cities. Uh. Maybe it could be like his little avatar. Maybe it's like you touch your Totoro tattoo three times and he just appears and roars and then disappears. I could see how that would be useful in all kinds of scenarios. Oh, I'd love that. <laughs> Maybe that explains the reason for a Totoro tattoo. The coolest thing ever. Yeah, he's a country if dude. You stare at him, if you stare in a window and you say Totoro three times, he appears. And what, just blinks at you? Just grins. And just grins. Maybe, I don't know. Oh, that'd be the cutest thing ever. 
Would he just hover in the air on his top out, out of your apartment window and just grinning at you in the middle of the night? <laughs> I'd actually be totally fine with that if I was sitting in an office working and there's just this head just staring at me. I love this so Plugging much. Plugging away at a keyboard. This is G the coolest thing ever. G <laughs> okay, does Totoro play well with others? Well, we've established that creatures attached to Shinto shrines appreciate thanks because the girl's dad asked them to go and thank him because they met him, which means that he might be a polite creature slash monster. Yeah, no, and he's got little friends. He's got friends. And he plays well with children. Yeah, he plays well with kids. And, and he... rescues somebody, helps somebody rescue somebody. Never gives the bloody umbrella back, though. Oh, he stole an umbrella. He pretty well did. Dad didn't question the loss of the umbrella. The setting for the movie... You know, umbrellas movie... were worth like $32,000 back then. <laughs> the setting for the movie, uh, they were really vague about when it was set. It's circa post-war Japan, maybe around 1955, or maybe it's called the recent past. Mm. I'm guessing your kids just losing your umbrella might be a little bit annoying given that you live in the countryside quite a walk away from your home. Yeah, and, you know, people wear sort of loincloths when they dredge lakes and yeah. grandma is still out there in the fields planting rice. Having said that... Having said that, we've got friends where their mum is out in the field planting rice and she's yeah, yeah. in her 80s, so I think that's pretty pretty standard, actually, in the countryside. Yeah. So, yeah, recent past, but we're going down to... He may have a, a penchant for stealing umbrellas. Okay, so here's a bit of theory crafting. So. Okay. I think it was May's a little one, right? Yeah, May's a little one. Okay, so May, at one point, she looks into a shrine which has got some little kitsune, you know, fox, fox guardian spirits, yeah. statues in there. So they're the dudes that guard and the shrines. she doesn't like them. They freak her out a little bit. She doesn't like kitsune. Well, aren't kitsune meant to be very mischievous and a little bit worrying? Yeah. Like, they're guardian spirits. They're not meant to be friendly and huggy. They're meant to be like... Rrr. Yeah, so they're very not Totoro. Okay, so we've Totoro got a... is not a kitsune. Well, that makes sense. Also, because... also not tanuki on account of the fact that he doesn't have the huge testicles. Yeah, you're going to have to contextualize that just in case our listeners don't know what a tanuki is. Oh, it's like those little brown globular things that you well, see. There's a whole Ghibli movie about yeah, them. Yeah, there's a whole Ghibli movie about them. Uh, Pompoko. Pompoko. So tanuki are sort of like raccoons, but with huge testicles. Which they can expand and fly with and do all sorts of tricks using. It's completely weird. And completely G-rated. No one thinks it's weird. Like, I've talked to Japanese friends about Tanuki. I'm going to say these are older Japanese friends about Tanuki who live in the countryside, and they're like, yeah, and? Yeah, though, they can fly with the testicles. Though, and interestingly, in the English translations, they're usually not referred to as that. They come up with a different name for them. Do they? Yeah, yeah. They call them like a raccoon pouch or something weird. Uh, oh, so, so we're, we're a like little... They, they repackage they re it like as, oh, it's, it's totally not testicles. It's actually something else. It's a tanuki pouch Tanuki bag. <laughs> tanuki yeah, bag. Yeah. Whereas Totoro has literally no orifices other than his nostrils. And even his ears don't seem to... Catbus got balls. Catbus? Did, did Catbus have balls? He did. Wow, Catbus has tentacles. Catbus Tentacles, has I just said tentacles. Catbus, Catbus does not have tentacles, but I'm pretty sure if it wanted to, it could happen. Oh, that'd be the coolest thing. No, it wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> That's 
it's turning into You don't want to be else. inside something with tentacles. Oh. Rule number one of anime. <laughs> yeah, true. Okay. But Totoro does not seem to, on his bottom half, have any orifices and or protuberances other than his feet. And tail. Does he have a tail? Yeah, he's got like a big tail. How did I miss his tail? The tail's like a third leg. Oh, he leg. does. Yeah, he yeah. has a little, but it's sort of like a beaver tail. Yeah, it's round. It's a big pomf, it's a bit of pomfy. 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 Is that now, is that now a word? Well, it describes it, I think. Actually, it, I think it does. It's like you, you can grab it and it's sort of, hug it and it's squadgy but he was bent down at one stage now i'm remembering and his tail was up may saw his tail i don't think he had a bottom hole i think he creates the wind by doing all that roaring and turning on its top oh so he has a face cloaca <laughs> okay this is getting wrong again we're gonna move away from face cloacas okay yeah so, let's do that so we've established that he plays well with others <laughs> this is so bad. How are we doing this to Totoro, the coolest creature on the planet? Mm. Snugglability. Well, he's ridiculously snugglable. Does it sleep on the bed? He is the bed. Yeah, that's yeah. about that's about as snugglable as it gets. You don't need furniture with Totoro. Uh -huh. He is your couch. He is your bed. He is mm -hmm. potentially your vehicle. Totoro is everything. Well, he'll call you a cab. Yeah, but you can Oh, no, also... you can ride him too. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, fair enough. Yeah, and he helps you fly. Planes not needed. Yeah. Totoro transport. Not very good health and safety flight, but yeah, nonetheless. Oh, he'd catch you. He'd just call Catboss. And Catboss would eat you once you're splattered on the ground. What does Catboss eat? Ooh. Not rats, because it's using them as um, headlights. Lights. Okay, that we're going to have to do a Catboss episode. I could see this going for a while. Okay, Totoro care. What does Totoro need? Acorns. I think that's all Totoro needs. Yeah, grooming. Do you want to groom him? Oh, I, I could sit for hours brushing Totoro. Just... I think you would need to spend hours. <laughs> He's quite large. I've got to brush the Totoro. Give me a brush in a week. Yeah, but that'd be cool. Totoro hairballs. Totoro hairdryer. <laughs> we don't see him getting wet. He doesn't like water. Like, we do see him getting wet, but he's yeah. got his little leaf on his head, and yeah. then he likes his umbrella. Yeah. Oh, going back to that, he does like the sound of raindrops. It makes his hair umbrellas. It makes his hair stand on end. Yeah. Well, that's a good way to groom him. Ah! All you need to do is just get the garden hose, whack a brolly over the top of him. Spray it on that. Spray it on that. Puff your hair out. Puff your hair out. Yeah, give him some exercise. He's a bit of a jumpy boy too. <laughs> he is a little bit. See, there we go. So heavy. we have that. He is quite heavy. Heavy. Does he need an apartment or a backyard? Usual question. No, he needs a tree. I think we established that. I think you'll have a tree. <laughs> Whether you, you want, want a tree or not. Or not. <laughs> and if you put a Totoro in an apartment, you will have a tree. Yeah. Okay. Managing his bathroom requirements. <clears throat> well, we've established he has no bottom hole. None. He eats acorns. He might produce acorns. <laughs> we don't know. Well, actually, funny you should say Maybe that. Maybe acorns because are his children. Miyazaki is really vague about it. He said, I think he... <laughs> Seriously. Really? He's really vague about something that's not remotely talked about in the movie at all. Yeah, okay, go <laughs> no, on. No, no, no. He says, I think he, he eats acorns. I, I think he eats acorns. I don't think he's actually said definitively. He may have, but from what I saw, he hasn't said that he does eat acorns. So he might poop acorns and we might just not know it. Civic Cat Coffee. Yeah. Oh. Totoro Coffee. Totoro Coffee. Wouldn't that sell? Oh my God. If you could see it. 
Like yeah. It could be invisible. Invisible to... Well, invisible Civic Hat coffee. Oh, I'll sell that. Oh, you could sell that sell for a fortune. Town. If anyone would like to buy some invisible... Totoro coffee. Totoro Civic Hat coffee, just let me know and I will send you a box. You won't find it, but just give me the money. Oh, probably, I'd, I'd say a thousand bucks a kilo. Right? thousand bucks a kilo? Yeah. You can't weigh it either, by the way, because it phases through normal matter. But it will imbue you. Oh, shit. With Totoro's dark matter. <laughs> you mean out in space there's just lots of Totoro's? Yeah, it does not interact with normal matter. Okay. Or only only sometimes interacts with normal matter. Okay. Yeah. Uh, phases through things, you know. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, has gravitational effects, but other than that, doesn't really do much. Okay. Yeah, he might be. Yeah. Just at this moment, you know, a Totoro may be phasing through you. That's so cool. And at the center of the Milky Way galaxy. Millions of Totoros are undergoing a gravitational collapse into a seed black hole. Who do we call to tell about this? Uh, like, we've got to call someone. CERN? Do we call uh, CERN? NASA? Who do we call? I would get a... Are I they... would do the most scientific thing, which would be to get a crystal ball and call Stephen Hawking. Oh, there you go. Oh, he'd, he'd love that. He'd love that. Wherever he is. He'd love that. He's probably like currently in the center of the universe, cat busting all over the place. With with Totoro, wouldn't that be, come on? It's like Nyan Cat. That is yeah. Cat Cat buses are dark energy. Let's not get it mixed up. <laughs> oh, I love that. See, even more useful. Totoro yeah. is dark energy. Good for the making galaxies spin correctly. Yeah. See, the, the, we have just went. Not only, not only have we found. All the right. Now that cat. we have a cosmological Totoro. Yeah. Uh, so safety and precautions. What do we? Uh, how do we protect ourselves from a Totoro? Do we need to protect ourselves? I from don't think we do. I think that we are a hundred thousand percent safe around a Totoro. I mean, I think you could freak yourself out and have a heart attack if you turned around and you had that grin in your face. Well, it depends where you were and what you were doing and he'd, what what substances you'd been eating he'd, or drinking. He'd totally just walk up behind you and just stand there really quietly. He's pretty quiet. He can be pretty quiet when he wants He's to. He's very quiet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I'll you get annoyed that. when I'm walking around the place not making oh, any God. noise. You need a belt for anyone hearing this. Tony has this amazing ability. He he's just gets daydreaming and he'll walk up behind me, stand about two inches from me, dead silent. I'll turn around and he'll just be staring into space. It is the creepiest thing on the planet. Maybe I'm dark matter. <laughs> Maybe you're dark matter. And then, and then I do have to say this, he has this phenomenal ability to act offended when I scream and look scared. I'm like, what the heck? And he's like, why are you yelling? I'm just standing here. What's yeah. wrong with you? What's wrong with you? Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay, so back to Totoro. Is this monster our new favorite monster? I'm gonna say yeah. Well, as a pet, yeah, <laughs> he's quite, well, um, How would I, you... don't, I don't think you can keep him though as a pet. I mean, he's gonna do his own thing. How would you rank him though? Come on. Oh, uh, I would give him uh, six dribbles stuck in a washing machine. Six dribbles <laughs> in a washing machine? So I... they puff up nicely. <laughs> I would give no, him... No, give him seven. Give him a... No, give him an eight. Give him an eight. I always give things about the same amount. Give him an eight. Out of ten? He's an eighter. Yeah, he's an eight out of ten. Oh, yeah. He, he gets 20 for me out of ten. He is the coolest. <laughs> the coolest <laughs> pet we've looked at. Watching the movie... I was just like, oh my god, I just, I just want to live in Totoro Land. The only thing we haven't discussed is there is a blight on Totoro Land, 
And that is large foreheaditis. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just as an addendum to this, just, just before we sign off. Just watch that movie and just check out the girl's mother and her huge, gigantic forehead and, and massive chin. She's in hospital. And tiny little face just hidden in this in this mass of forehead and chin. Yeah, she's in hospital for it. And the really weird, like, three little hairs on a forehead. Yeah, she's just had a forehead transplant onto her forehead. But we're not told why she's in hospital. A giant, engorged forehead. Foreheaditis. Foreheaditis. Yeah. See, that is a problem. There they might... said she had a cold, but it was a rapidly expanding forehead. <laughs> that might be a blight. That might even be something that Totoro could cause. I don't know. Totoro Land could uh, be played... No, she hadn't been there. No, she hadn't been there, so she hadn't seen Totoro. Yeah, nah. Okay, so Totoro could cure foreheaditis. Let's just rub some Totoro on it and see. I just get a cheese grater. Okay, now you've just gone into totally wrong. No, was... it's, it's all just dead skin. No! No, how is that a way to sign off a podcast? Well, I don't think stone then. Oh, you brought it up. I didn't bring up cheese graters. And on that... Far out. Where do we go from here? And on that note... Cheese graters wouldn't work with Totoro. <laughs> He's too fluffy. He's way too fluffy. Actually, I think Totoro would be impervious to Oh, all. no, Poodle Totoro. What do you mean, Poodle Totoro? Po poodle poodle Row. What, you give him a grooming? Yeah, you give him like a pom-pom cut that they give with the, the poodle legs and the pom-pom the tail. Oh, and, this is getting wrong. And you, you shave the rest of him. I'm sure someone's fan art at that. I don't know. I've, that, but I think it's worthy. <laughs> <laughs> Pink. See? Okay, you could groom Totoro. Dyed pink. Okay, no, I'm on board. I'm on board. Yeah. Okay. No, I'm going to set up a Totoro breeding ranch. No, you're not. There's only one. Oh, well. How, did, how do you breed one? He doesn't have anything below his waist. Uh, There's no way to breed them. Maybe you could do cellular division. You're going to... This is... Okay. And on this note... Cloning are, him. Are we done? We're going to clone him using frogs oh, like in Jurassic Park. You're going to give me the worst nightmares now. Totoro is my favourite creature. Don't ruin Totoro. Ribbit. <laughs> Life finds a way. And on that note... Bye! Oh yeah, what's our sign off? <laughs> it's just bye. Is it? I think so. Oh, bye! <laughs> <laughs>